We're about ready to pass over in 2019. Let's give God a shout for Key Fresh 2018. Hallelujah. Glory. He didn't have to do it, but he did. Darnell, this is Darnell Lee. He's one of my sons in the ministry. He is pastoring, interim pastoring. And um, his congregation is here. Would you introduce your congregation, man? Turn, you need to turn you on. Turn me on. Yeah. Test him. They got you. You got me? Yeah. He said, can you give me some more? You can't hear us. Can't hear us. <laughs> Here we go. All right. I just had to. Okay. Take it. Okay. I'm stabbing. You trying to stab me? Testing one two. Okay. Uh oh. They'll they'll get us together. Can y'all hear me? All right, good. All right. Are we good? We good? We good? We good. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Good to see you. You sounded so good. Yeah. <laughs> I get smitten every time I hear a voice. So. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad to be here tonight. My, um, I just got assigned to the Church of the Living God about maybe seven Sundays ago or so. Uh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Glory be to God. Just got assigned. And so, uh, portion of the congregation is here. Church of Living God, would y'all stand up? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, temple number 50. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, God's really blessed us there. Good to have our chairman with us, Brother Grant. Good to see you. Good to see all the Grants. Sister Greer and our evangelist. Uh, it's just good to be here. It's good to be here tonight. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, y'all. I got a secret I want to tell y'all. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have my wife with me tonight. Dr. Lee, and so, uh, yeah, yeah, she beat me to the punch, but that's, that's Dr. Lee, and so, uh, y'all see her brothers in the hallway, you understand, that's me, all right, <laughs> I, I, I need y'all to know that, I need y'all to know that, I need y'all to know that, yeah. amen, all right, okay, I taught him well, I taught him well, <laughs> it's my son, I taught him well, Amen. Yeah. It's funny how this came about. I was sitting in my office and I asked God, okay, Lord, what are we going to do New Year's? And as I finished saying that, he called me. He called me, he said, he said he's a father, he's a dad. Said, yes, son. He said, I'm bringing the congregation and we want to do New Year's Eve with you. I said, of course, son. And something came out of my mouth, and it, it sounded like this. Why don't we preach this together? I know him. Uh, there's only a few people that I know that can catch my flow. And I was already looking at Moses and Joshua that was already laid in my heart. And I'll be honest with you. Wow. God set us up. Let me explain. I thought we were going to talk about Joshua and, and Moses and Joshua and the transition of going into the promised land as Moses was getting ready to be moved out of the scene. 
Last night, I've been dealing with a virus, been dealing with a cold about 1.30 in the morning. Woke up, my throat was burning. Uh, could not breathe, I was running temp. I said, okay, I need to take some Tylenol. Went, took some Tylenol, took, put a hole in my mouth. Couldn't go back to sleep. And as I was laying there in bed, God began to minister to me. And God moved Moses out of the way and said, Tracy, it's not Moses that I want to speak to the people. It's you I want you to speak to the next generation. He said, you have a vision. And I need you to pass on your vision to the next generation. This morning, I told God, you set me up. <laughs> With, even with the singing and, and, and the, uh, the, the, the musicians, the directors, y'all always do this. Y'all always set me up. Y'all always know exactly where we're going. So I don't know how this is going to work out. Y'all just going to be involved in a conversation between me and my sons and sons and daughters. And so, so this is just going to be a personal thing. And y'all just going to have to just flow with us. Amen. We didn't rehearse anything. We, we dealt with some scriptures. I said, okay, this scripture, this look good. And we're just going to see how it goes. Amen. Amen. Father, even now. Father, even now. Even now. Your anointing, Lord, your power. Yes, God. Lord, you speak. Yeah. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. You want to do the scripture for us, ma'am? Yeah. Um, Joshua chapter number one. Is this set up right? Okay. We'll read to about verse number five. I guess I'll check it out from the screen. Reads this way. After the death of Moses, the servant of Joshua, excuse me, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses assisted, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I'm giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot would tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river of Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. That's it. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I guess if we had to give a, a text to it, it would be learning God's transition and succession plan. God is always up to something. Yeah. Even when it seems like he's not up to anything, yeah. he's up to something. You, you got to know that. See, we have adapted that if we don't see it, it's not happening. But, but let me tell you something. Many times God is preparing you before he opens up the door. Yeah. God can't take you someplace that you're not ready for. Here we have Moses and Joshua, and Moses has done everything that he's supposed to do, and now he looks at Joshua, and really in Deuteronomy 34 and 33, he has been talking to Joshua saying, I'm leaving. God has told me my time is up, but wait a minute, the same guy that was with me is going to be with you. Those are words that you constantly need to be passing down to your children. <laughs> I thank God for what we did tonight because they got to be told you got a purpose. You got a destiny. I, 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 I'm leaving you something. Matter of fact, I, I'm parting into you what God has taught me because I'm praying you take it higher. <laughs> 
listen, he, he's not asking Joshua to be him. He's saying, I got a staff, but you got a sword. I hear, we talked about this, that we hear the vision of Martin Luther King in this. April 4th, April 3rd, excuse me, 1968 in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Martin Luther King gave a address to the Memphis sanitation workers. He said, uh, listen, I've been to the mountaintop. Uh He said, I I looked over. I may not get there with you, Uh but we will get there as a people. Uh When we look at our text, this is what's going on with Moses and Joshua. Uh Moses said, listen, I ain't going to make it with you. I I ain't going to get to go to the promised land, but But what I'm trying to tell you is that you are going to get there uh, this year. You're going to walk into your your promise. And so they're they're in this interesting transitional stage where Moses is getting ready to fade off the scene. And Joshua's getting ready to take on the mantle. And Joshua's in a strange place because here it is. uh, He's getting ready to receive this mantle. But he's getting ready to receive the people that Moses had led uh, for for about 40 years. Uh, You know how those people were. They were church folk. They were stiff-necked. They were stubborn. They were stuck up. They were rooted in tradition. You you know how church folk can be. We got to vote on this. And we got to make sure that the choir sings this song. And we got to sing this. And you... You know, and so Joshua's getting ready to take on Moses' church folk. Uh, He's getting ready to take these church folk uh, into the promised land. He he said, listen, God's made you a promise. Uh, He he, he got something in store for you. And and so here it is. They're lined up, getting ready to go into the promised land. I want you to know something. You can't be the people that was before you. Yeah. Yeah. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Your mama religion won't fit you. Yeah, yeah. Let me speak to all the folk. They not you. They don't have to sing your songs. They don't have to do church like you. Let them develop their own personal relationship with God. Listen, uh, you know, we, we got to quit making folks look like us. We, we got to let the next generation look like God. And you can't tell them how God's going to show up in them. Same God, but different anointing. Same God. But God used him in a different way. Same God. But God didn't take Moses' gift and give it to Joshua. He raised up Joshua's gift and said, be yourself. Be yourself. Tell some young people that be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. They don't have to dress like you. They don't have to wear the big hat. They don't have to be dressed up. Let them wear their blue jeans. I'm so glad that God's not into the outside looks. He's into the condition of your heart. Because you can be all dressed up and the devil on the inside. Transition doesn't come easy. Because it challenges what we're used to. And your used to can stop you from seeing God. I got a vision. I got a vision. Some 36 years ago, when God was calling me in the ministry, He showed me this vision, and what he showed me was the spiritual condition of us. He showed me how Satan had so destroyed our our image of us that though we're dressed up on the inside, we all in bondage on the inside. We we dressed up on the outside, but in bondage on the inside. Did you know it's possible to be saved and not delivered? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
You know why church folk act the way they do? Save, but not delivered. And then we act like we got it all together because I won't show you my scars if you don't show me your scars. You know, you know what we have? I showed them my scars. He asked me today, how you feel? I said, does it matter how I feel? Because regardless how I feel, we got to do this. They have seen me sick. They have seen me down and out and yet walk in here and preach. You know why I let them see that? I let them see that because one of these days, they're going to have an assignment. And I feel like doing it. And they got to make their feelings sit down. Allow the spirit to step up. Who told you it's about how you feel? It's trusting the anointing of God in spite of circumstances. Joshua, I know they chirp folks. I know they stiff-necked. I know. But the same God who helped me, the same God who carried me is going to carry you. But Moses, you don't understand. Uh I understand that the same God was with me Uh is going to be with you. But when we get to this promised land, it's going to be different. Because we don't need God to feed us with manna from heaven. But but we need God to teach us how to develop the land. So why it is that we're headed to the promised land, I need strategy. I need structure. I, I need something different because what you dealt with with the people is not going to be my same. <laughs> and so I've been watching you lead these people, but I, I need something fresh. I, I need something new. I, I need to take them to the next level. And, and sometimes the hymn book might not work, but I got to put words up on the screen. I got to come out with a website and, and a Facebook page. I, I got to lead these people in a whole different kind of way because you don't understand that struggle. They they deal with lesbianism and they want to kill themselves and they've been struggling in school and they've been getting bullied and picked on. These are different kinds of people and so Moses, I, I know he's going to be with me, but can you tell him he's going to be with them too? Uh, the same God that's with me is going to be with you as you cross into 2019. The same God that was with you in January is going to be with you next January. The same God that was with you in 2010 is going to be with you in 2019. Uh, the same God. Uh, since the same God is going to be with you, you got to act like God is with you. You got to understand that when God's with you, he'll never leave you. God, I, I wish I was in the right church. Oh, for safety, you, you got to declare I'm more than a conqueror. You, you got to say, I'm glad that God is with me. Let me tell you a story. Coming out of a counseling session, my heart broke. I'm crying and tears are coming down my eyes. Because the hurt that I seen, I didn't have an answer. I asked God, I said, Lord, I don't understand. I don't understand why you allow such things to happen, even the children. I know you are good, God. I know you are omnipresent. I know you care, but why? Don't ever be afraid to ask why. Don't ever be afraid to say, I don't know. So you got to show me. I tell you what God would do. 
in all those areas that you talked about, God is a computer genius. God made that stuff. You ask him, he'll show you. Do you think God is afraid of technology? He made technology. He put the metal and the gold in the earth for us to develop technology. God is ahead of the game. God will use technology to glorify himself. But this is what you got to tell them. He told me, Tracy, point them to me. Can I show you something? Let me show you the scars on my back. You know, I can understand your pain. What I recognize is this, when people come to me with a story, most of the time my story's deeper. Used to wonder why. Used to wonder why. Because it seemed like God always took me through the hardest routes. Now I realize that when someone comes to me and they got a hard story, and when they come to me and say to me, uh, and I give them an answer, and they say, you don't understand. You know what I do? I turn around and show them my scars. I show them my pain. I show them what I've been through. I say, now tell me I don't understand. You see, you can't walk through someone through something you've never been through. But if you know God has healed you, come on. Let me walk you through this. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. God is a healer. God will heal a broken heart. God will set the captives free. God will turn your ashes into joy. There's something about Jesus that makes everything okay. So, son, transparency of what you've gone through. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what God just showed me? There is some wounds in the house of father wounds. So you know what you have to do when someone comes to you and they got father wound? Show them your father wound. And if God could keep you through your wound, then God can bring them out of their wound. Show me what God can't take you through. Because there's nothing he can't deliver you from. So guess what? Different generation, same in with problem. There's a hole in your soul, Elijah. Elijah, there's a hole in your soul, but Jesus can fill the hole. So Moses, what you're trying to tell me is that when we cross over the Jordan, uh, there, there ain't no bridge there. There ain't no pathway there. How, how are we going to get over the Jordan? Are, are you telling me that in order for me to get to the promised land, I, there's obstacles I got to go through? Let me take you back. Remember the Red Sea experience? Yeah, yeah. If he did it then, he can do it now. Yeah, yeah. Remember the Pharaoh we defeated? Yeah. Guess what? You might have the Canaanites, yeah. the Jebusites, yeah. the, all those ice. Yeah, yeah. But if God defeated Pharaoh, That's right. he can defeat all those ice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you do is remember yeah. what he did then. Yeah. He can do right now. Yeah. If he can do that now, yeah. he can take you into your future. Yeah. 
same God, same God. yesterday, yeah. today, and forevermore. Yeah. God hasn't changed. Yeah. His power is still power. Yeah. He's still an awesome God. Yeah. He still sit high yeah. and look low. Yeah. God is still a miracle worker. Yeah. He's still a healer. Yeah. He'll still step in. Yeah. He'll still make a way out of no way. Our God is God. Our God is God. So we're going to make it to the other side. Is that what you're telling me? That, that come hell or high water, we're going to make it to the other side. I'm telling you, it's already done. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. victory already yours. Yeah. Look what he said. Yeah. He says, I have already given you yeah. the land. Yeah. It's already done. Listen, faith means that you trust his word beyond what you see. Faith means that you look beyond the obstacles and trust the God who is the obstacle solver. Faith means that you have a faith in a God who works in the invisible. And when you get there, the door will already be open. But you know what you got to do? Fight your way there. Fight doubt. Fight people with their dumb comments. Fight. The very folks that ought to be for you would turn against you when, God, when they see God using you. Can, can I be honest with you? Sister may turn against you. Mama may turn against you. Daddy may not like you. Husband and wife may be. Why? Because sometimes when you walk in the car, other folks who don't want to go going to talk about you while you do what you're supposed to do. They didn't save you. They didn't create you. God got something better for you. The very folks that talk about you, when you arrive at your destination point, they're going to be coming to you asking you to pray for them. So you know what you got to do? Fight, man. Fight, my son. Fight, my son. God will prove his hands on you. Listen, you may feel like you're on the bottom right now, Keep on trusting him. Because God will raise you up to the very folks who laugh at you. Not going to be saying, ain't God awesome? Ain't God awesome? So what he's saying, y'all, because I got to preach to y'all real quick. But what he's saying is that he'll make your enemies your footstool. He'll put a table in the presence of your enemies. Now, now there might be a table, but it, the Bible never said that your enemies will eat at that table. But, but they'll watch you come up. They'll watch you elevate in the presence of everything that they tried to say wasn't going to happen to you. They'll watch you graduate. They'll see you excel. They'll watch you buy a house. They'll watch you buy a car. He, he said he'll make a table before you in the presence of your, of your enemies. Uh, anybody got some enemies here? Anybody got some haters here? Anybody got some people that's been talking behind their back? Can I tell you, God already made a table for you. Only thing you got to do is sit there and eat at your table and watch those haters watch you eat. Where are my people that got some haters that, that said, listen, these haters can't hold me back. These haters can't keep me from getting what God has promised to me because God made me a promise. He, he made me. Uh, the Bible, the text says that, that they got a promised land. That, that, that God set up a, a place for them to go and dwell in. That, that there's no more wilderness. Can, can I tell you that the wilderness that you've been in for the last year is over when you cross into 2019 because God made you a promise. Uh, I, I thought I had some more people that'd be excited. Uh, maybe God, maybe you forgot about what God has promised you. You you got to remember those dreams you've been having uh, that you had back in 2010. God said, I forgot about them dreams. I, I made you a promise. Uh, I made you a promise. I made you a promise. 
Question, son. What's that? How are you going to hold on to your promise in the face of opposition? What I'm going to do, Moses, is that I'm going to look to him who's looking to bless me. Huh? I'm going to look to God because God is in a position looking for people to bless. Isaiah 30, 18. Yeah. Listen, the way you look is you speak it out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you have to remind and encourage yourself. Yeah. Don't expect someone to always pour into you. Don't expect someone to always say the right thing to you. If you got to know your own word. You got to have your own vision. You got to know what God is saying to you. And when you don't feel like it. Let me walk on down here. You don't always feel like it. Praise don't always come easy. Why you think that Satan is trying to keep your mouth closed? Because he's afraid of your praise. Praise is not just to lift God up, but as you lift God up, it lifts you up. It is a spiritual weapon that God has given us. So when you down, what you need to do, my son? Praise. We don't feel like it. Praise. Why? Because praise is what I do. When, when, when I'm going through struggles, pra praise is what I do when I, when I don't understand. Praise is, is what I do when I'm trying to figure it out. I'll bless the Lord at, at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I, I wish I had five people to jump on their feet and give God the best praise that you got. God, I thank you. God, God I give you glory. God, I give you honor. You, you've been good to me. I, I'm going through pain, but You've been kind to me. When my praise is open up your mouth and shout hallelujah. Let me, hallelujah. Let me explain something. Hallelujah. Let me explain something. Hallelujah. Praise is not coming from your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. It may start there, but that's not where it's in. Praise is not coming from your intellect. Praise is coming up out of your spirit. See, there's some things that only your spirit man can shake off of you. So the way you stir up your spirit is not by complaining, is not by doubting, but by what, son? What if you don't feel like it? What if everything done gone wrong? What if the devil's talking to you? What if you just got a bad report? What if you just got fired? What if things have just gone down? What if your mama just cussed you out? What if school ain't going right? What if somebody just made you mad? What if somebody just cut you off on the highway? Broke. Broke. Hallelujah. Broke. Thank you, Jesus. Where my praise is at? 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 They got any praises back there? Where my praise is at? Open up your mouth and give God a praise. Hallelujah. Something happens in the spiritual world and a shift happens. See, because when you tap into the spirit, it overrides your emotions. When you tap into the spirit, it don't have to make sense. Hallelujah, anyhow. How much time? Let me prove this, then we're going to move on. I've been to a nursing home with people of Alzheimer's who don't even remember their name. They sitting there and, and they, it don't make sense. 
But if you start singing a, a hymn that they used to sing, they would take the song from you. Listen, the intellect ain't doing that. The emotion ain't doing that. But you done tap into their spirit. Thought a prayer, a prayer warrior that used to pray all the time. And, 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 and now all timers them, them ravage their brain. You start praying. And if you get into their spirit, they start praying. There's something about the spirit, man, that if you tap into it, I don't care what condition you are, you shake some stuff off. Son, there's going to be days you want to give up. Shake it off. Shake it off. There's going to be days you want to give up. Shake it off. Shake it off. Son, open up your mouth and praise the Lord. So when I'm going through, the only thing I got to do is praise. But I won't push it, Dad, because uh, when I get done praising, I want to enter in the worship. See, 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 see. Uh, Y'all know Job. Job was going through all of that stuff. But, but he went to worship. What he did was he, he went to the place where the attack manifested and offered up his worship in the heavenly places. Uh, uh, see, praise sometimes gets you to the place where you need to be because worship begins to shift the, the problem into the direction and to, into your favor so that you tap into the spiritual place in which it manifested. Uh, the problem is a lot of us don't like to enter into worship. We, we want to get stuck in praise. But, but in this season, God said, if you're going to get to the next level, you got to move from praise and shift into worship because where, where the spirit of the Lord is, there, there is liberty. Worship is when God's presence then came fell on you. Worship is when God has just whoosh. Worship is when you can't help yourself. Worship is when it's just you and God and you know he's loving on you. Worship is when you don't broke through the layers of carnality. You don't broke through the humanness and your spirit man then got where he longs to be. There's a longing. There's a longing because can't nobody do you like Jesus. Can't nobody satisfy you like the Lord. In, 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 in worship stuff falls off. In worship holiness rises up. In worship you get strong. In worship, peace that passes understanding. In worship, nothing else even matters. In worship, you change position. Son, almost time for me to go. But there's some other things I, I need to share. There's a mantle. There's mantles. Mantles is God is longing for someone who desires more of him. More of him is not just for some. It's for whoever wants it. There have been great men and women of God who ran, who knew how to walk in the mantle of God, and their mantle have fallen on the ground. You know why? There's a cost. The cost is you can't do what you want to do when you want to do it the way you want to do it. The cost is, is that God would check you in the small things that doesn't seem like it don't mean much. But if God can't 
trust you in the small matters. He can't trust you in the big matters. <laughs> so there's mantles. There's mantles. That's fallen. That's fallen. In this season, Dad, as we look around our city, I'm talking to Tracy now. Uh, there's mantles that have fallen. Yes, sir. Uh, there, there, there's houses, major institutions that are empty. And the reason why that is is because nobody has went to pick up the mantle. There, there, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Not yet. <laughs> On the ground. That, 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 that Martin Luther King mantle is on the ground. That, that, that mantle of Marcus Garvey is, is on the ground. There's mantles that will push our people forward on the ground. And we're looking to people for a handout. God. Instead of going to pick up the mantle that's been fallen. There's a blueprint that's already been created. And we let it sit there and rest on the ground. How tragic is it that we let mantles rest on the ground? Mantles that were once pushing the people forward. Mantles like Elvin Booth who had a bank. Mantles on the ground. And in this season, I believe it's time for us as a people to run and pick up the mantles that's fallen. If you want to see our neighborhoods change, it's time for you to pick up the mantle. If you want to stop gentrification, it's time for you to pick up the mantle. If you want to see this city go forward, you got to stop selling us out behind closed doors and push us forward. There's some mantles on the ground. Anointing. Power. Wisdom, yeah. ideals, yeah. answers yeah. is on the mantle. Yeah. It's not a problem that God hasn't solved, but it comes in the mantle. There's not a situation that God has already gave an answer to, but nobody has picked up the mantle. Listen. You got a mantle to pick up. God has something for you to pick up. You was created with a purpose. You are his masterpiece. You are his creation. He has prepared paths for us to walk in Ephesians 2 and 10. But nobody, very few people, is willing to pick it up. Time for me to go, son. I'm trying to find somebody to carry the mountain. You know what's so unique? It just don't fall on one person. It falls on whoever will. Young ladies, young men, listen. The mantle will make you like me. It increases what God has in you. It brings out of you what you can't see. Because without the anointing, you can't be what you've been created to be. Whether you know it or not, you've been created to be a blessing. Whether you know it or not, you've been created to do what God has called you to do. There's mantles falling. Wait a minute. Before you touch it, there's somebody else that got to touch it. Because it's not just falling on young men, it's falling on young ladies. Will you carry the mantle? Will you carry the mantle? Son, I got to go. The anointing falls on you. Falls on you. Falls on you. Falls on you. Son, 
Yeah. So what he's saying is there's a mantle with your name on it. That, that with this mantle comes responsibility. But with this mantle comes a place of promise. And I got to preach to some people real quick and we going into the new year. That God made you a promise. That there's something that he prepared for you. For you to get to the place in which that he called for you to be in. That, that, that there's something that your family is dependent on. And, and, and you got to be able to get there. I understand 2018 has been rough. I, I, I know that January had its sets of troubles. I, I get that February had its, its sets of death. I, I understand that March was financial hardship. I, I get that April, yo, you were dealing with depression. I, I understand in May you were trying to figure it out. I, I understand in June you were trying to process. I, I get in July, you felt like you were in bondage. I, I understand in August you were struggling. I, I get how September went. I, I'm still wrestling with October, but, but there's a mantle out there. And God said, when you go into 2019, I don't want you to go in 2019 mantleless. I want you to go in with the mantle of God resting on your life. I, I want you to go into 2019 understanding that I made you a promise. I, I made you a promise that you You'll be a lender and not a bar that you'll be above and not beneath. I made you a promise that your children will be great. I, I made you a promise that you're going to a new place. So how are you going to 2019 as You you gotta go in with a different kind of expectation. Can't face 2019 like you did 2018. You gotta understand that you gotta walk into 2019 with your hands lifted in praise. You you got to walk into 2019 with your mouth open, declaring the goodness of the Lord. Ain't God good? Ain't He all right? Didn't He make a way? Uh, There's a mantle out there. Somebody got to be prepared to catch this mantle. Somebody got to be prepared to catch this mantle. Some, somebody got to be prepared to catch the mantle. There's promise connected to the mantle. There's destiny connected to the mantle. There's provision connected to the mantle. There's wealth connected to the mantle. Is there anybody here that said, I'm ready to catch the mantle. I'm ready to catch what God has for me. Come hell or high water, I'm going to catch the mantle. Uh, So when you walk into 2019, what time is it? We almost there. When you slide into 2019, I want you to go into 2019 understanding that there is destiny on your life. I I, got to tell you this, uh, that that there's been some giants in 2018. Uh, There's been depression giants. There's been financial giants. There's been all kinds of giants. But you got to be like David and and grab your slingshot and knock that giant out. Because the giant that you face in 2018 is going to fall before the end of the year. We got four minutes. But I wish I had some people to grab their slingshot and knock out that giant. Because giants do fall. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Giants are gonna come down. Strongholds are gonna come down. You're gonna get your deliverance in 2019. God made me a promise. God made me a promise. Did He make you a promise? Did He make you a promise? Well, if you got a promise, you ought to give God praise right now. You ought to give Him praise. You ought to open up your mouth. You ought to tell him thank you. You ought to tell him that you love him. Ain't the Lord good? Didn't he make a way out of nowhere? Didn't he bring you through 2018? You ain't been homeless. You ain't been broke. You have food on the table. Ain't the Lord all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't the Lord all right? Won't he do it?
ain't gonna wait till 2019 is over. I'm gonna open up my mouth and shout glory right now. Glory, hallelujah. Glory. He made you a promise. So as you slide into 2019, I want you to know that there's promise on the other side of this. I, I, I want you to know that the opposite of, 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 of defeat is triumph. I, I know you've been defeated, but you're going to be victorious in 2019. I declare and decree. That 2019 is going to be the year that everything that you've been working hard for is going to come to pass. 2018 was a year of preparation. 2019 is going to be a year of manifestation. I don't know what you've been working on, but the year 2019 is going to be the year that you're going to excel and come into what it is that you've been working on. 2019 is that year. It's that year. I know you don't understand right now. I know you're still wrestling with what happened in 2018, but God said 2019. It's going to be a new year. It's going to be a new day. It's going to be a new plan. So I want you to go into 2019 with your hands lifted. Somebody shout. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him praise. Somebody bless his name. Somebody. Hallelujah. 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 You made it another year. Give God praise. Come on. Hallelujah.